Good morning and welcome to our Daily Word and Prayer. My name is Tom Short, so glad to have you along with us this morning. We've been on a good topic here, one that I think is very important. As we think of starting the new year, we're wanting to ask, what do we delight in? And there are wonderful promises in Scripture if we learn to delight in the Lord. I think of Psalm 37, verse 4, delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. Our God is a good God. He doesn't want us walking around depressed and, and with a downcast spirit. We come to him, he transforms our lives, he lifts us up, he gives us his joy, he fills us with the joy of the Lord, which is our strength. And then he fulfills our life, and indeed he does. How do we, how do, we do that? How do we learn to delight in God? It's been our theme this week as we've been talking, and this morning... I'd like to raise a proposition and make a suggestion, and that is that most of us only have so much emotional energy to go around. It'd be nice if we could delight in everything and do everything and be involved in everything and have everything, but we're limited, and and we can't be involved in everything and do everything. Now, that leads to a second proposition. Limitations require us to make wise choices. If I had, you know, 80 hours in in a day, or if I was going to live a strong, healthy, full life to two, three hundred years old, I may not need to make as many choices. Or if I were like a multi-billionaire, I might not need to make as many choices with my time, my money, and so forth. But I'm limited, and so are you. And I'm emotionally limited, and so are you. There's only so much we can do in life and accomplish and be a part of. And so this requires us to make good choices. If we want to delight, we can only delight in so much. And so let's focus our delight and make choices that allow us to delight in the Lord. Job had one of his friends, and you know, in Scripture, some of Job's friends, their advice it, a lot, it, it's an interesting book to read because, you know, God reproves them for some of their advice at the end. But I really like this beautiful, beautiful section of Scripture from Job 22. It begins with the, the admonition, yield now and be at peace with him, thereby good will come to you. But notice he goes here and he talks about a choice. If you place your gold in the dust, your gold, of course, your treasure, The gold of Ophir, he's repeating himself, Ophir was a place where fine gold came from. And the gold of Ophir among the stones of the brooks, then the Almighty will be your gold and choice silver to you. And then you will delight in the Almighty and lift up your face to God. Isn't that a beautiful verse? Wouldn't you like that? He's he's giving it, if you do this, then the Almighty will be your gold. The Almighty, God, will be your treasure. You will delight in the Lord. You'll lift up your face to God. I imagine with a smile on your face, with delight in your eyes, you'll think of God. And there will be a a, a closeness, a unity, a freshness, a, a wonder in your relationship with God. Don't you want that? I bet you do. I think if you're a believer in Christ, there's something in us that all wishes we could be closer to the Lord, we could delight in him, that he would be our true treasure. Well, 
there was a choice that had to be made. He said, if you place your gold in the dust, the gold of Ophir among the stones of the brooks. In other words, there it seemed like there was a, a releasing that needed to happen, maybe even a sacrifice that needed to be that needed to occur. That he need, need to make a choice. Uh, Job, are you loving your money? Are you loving your money? Are you loving your gold? Have you treasured it so much that you're losing out and not drawing near to God the way you should? Now, again, in fairness to Job, this may not have been the case, but there's a real important principle here that's true. And it's so beautifully stated that sometimes we have to let go of what's in our hand in order to really grasp the Lord because we can't hold on to everything in life. I wish we could, but limitations require us to make wise choices. Jesus talked about a very similar thing in Matthew chapter 9, very, very important verse, where he says this, do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in steel, but store up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroyed, where thieves do not break and steal. And here's the point. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Now, we tend to think where my heart is, that's where my treasure will be. We get it backwards. We think that what I love, that's where that I will, uh, that's what I'll, ha- I'll have treasures related to what I love. But Jesus is saying something just the opposite, that where you where you choose to have your treasures, your heart will follow. Where you choose to invest your life, your heart will follow. If you want to have your heart be with God and a closer heart with God, make sure you're investing some treasures in heaven. If you are investing all of your treasures here on earth, your heart will follow that, and your heart will be here earthly. You make your heart will follow your treasures. Our treasures, of course, primary treasures we have are our time and our money, how we spend our time, how we spend our money. If you want to have a heart for God, a heart that loves God, a heart that delights God in God, makes certain that you're doing some things, taking some steps to invest your time and your money with God, with that which is eternal, with those heavenly treasures. It's a very, very important principle, and I have found it to be true. My heart will follow my choices, not the other way around. Your heart will follow where you choose to invest your treasures. Now, both of these examples spoke about money, and money is, of course, one of the most tangible areas where we tend to have an idol. We tend to live for money. They did back in Job's day, they did in Jesus' day, and we do in our day. We tend to want what money can give. We tend to think money is probably the most common idol out there that people worship. They put in the place of God. They look to money for their happiness, their security, their their treasure. They define their value in life by how much money they have and, and sometimes how much they can show how much money they have. And we want to be careful not to do that in our life. We don't want to let money uh, replace God and so on. But we can have other, God, other idols too. 
I recently was tested myself at our Faith Walkers Conference. Some of you guys know, some of you have texted me about our, you know, I'm, you know I'm a football fan. I like my Ohio State Buckeyes. And we had our biggest game of the year, a huge, huge game, you know, against the number one team in the playoffs the other night. Well, it just so happened that was also the night I was teaching at Faith Walkers. And there were a lot of Ohio State, you know, I don't know, 30 Ohio State folks at, at our conference. And we were going to have a room and watch on the big screen TV and cheer together and have some refreshments. And sure enough, uh, you know, uh, you know, my message was scheduled to end about half an hour after the game started. There's going to be a delay and so on. But after the game, people wanted to talk to me. I, excuse me, after the teaching, people wanted to talk to me. I just taught something. It spoke in their hearts. It challenged them. There were several, several young people who wanted to talk to me, and I was aware the game had begun. I was missing the game, but I had a choice. Will I watch the game or will I minister to these people? There were people whose lives had been touched whose hearts have been touched by God, who were dealing with issues in their life, who were making big decisions in their life. And I had the opportunity to have treasures in heaven by ministering to people and talking to people, helping them work through big changes that God was challenging them to, or I could go sit and watch my team play the game. Well, by the grace of God, <laughs> I was aware, but I stayed and I ministered to the people. And I said, God, this is more important. I made a choice. I had limited time. I could only do, I had that opportunity or the game was going on. I had limited time. I couldn't be doing both. And so at that moment, now I, I made, I believe the right choice. Now, is there, there's nothing wrong with watching a game, but there may be times God challenges you to make a better choice during those times. There's nothing wrong with having money, but there may be times God challenges you to place that gold, your gold in the dust so the Almighty will be your gold, or to, to something that you enjoy doing, to place it in the dust so that the Almighty will be your gold. Do you understand the point? We want treasures in heaven. We want the Lord to be our treasure. And so often, the choices we make, our heart will follow our choices, not the other way around. Our heart, our delighting God will follow the choices we make. Do you want to delight in God? Make the right choices. At times, make the right sacrifices. Choose, look and carefully inventory your life. What are the things you currently delight in? And maybe there's times we need to sacrifice some of that to make space in our limited heart to make sure we're delighting in God. Make sense? I hope so. Father in heaven, we want to delight in you, and we want to make choices that show we delight in you. Jesus, you challenged us not to have treasures on earth, because there we can be disappointed. The moth and rust can destroy. Our favorite team can lose the game. The money can be gone. Thieves can steal it. Uh, White-collar criminals can steal it. Lord, uh, Wall Street can steal it. The government can steal it. So often it can make its like wings and be gone. But Father, we pray that our treasures in heaven, they'll never be gone. They're always there. And I pray, Father, you would help us to take an inventory of our own heart. What are the things we delight in? What are the things that rival our love for you? What are the things that, that we can be so preoccupied with? There's no space left to delight in you. And help us, Lord, to make choices in our life, to make space in our heart in our limited affections, to make sure there's room to delight in you. 
We thank you that when we make those choices, when we place our gold in the dust, the gold of Ophir in the stones of the brooks, that indeed you will be our treasure. We will delight in our God. Hallelujah. What a beautiful thought. We love you and bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen and amen. I love that passage. I hope you do too. It's so meaningful to me. It's been real in my life and I continue to be tested in it. Hey, I'm so glad you're with us today. We come here every day to get into the word of God, talk about it and allow it to transform our lives. If you stuck with me today, I I hope this message is one. You, you take this message to heart. It'll make a difference in your life. I believe you spend the next, we're, we come here every day. You spend the next 90 days here as many days as you can. Be here five, six days a week, seven if you can make it. You'll be a different person 90 days from now. And I challenge you to do that. So if you're new, join our community. Jo- um, subscribe to the channel, leave a comment, like the video, share with your friends. Tell me where you're from, introduce yourself. Be part of our community. Make a commitment to be here day by day, not just when you feel like it or have time, but make time to delight in the Lord. Make space to get in the Word of God. Maybe have something else you've got to cut out so that you can be with us in the Word of God day by day. It'll make a difference in your life. I know it. And to you who do that and are here day after day, I love you guys. I'm so glad the privilege to sow the seed of God's Word on the good soil of your life. I know it's bearing fruit. So until we meet tomorrow, might the Lord bless you, strengthen you, and might He be your delight, might he be your goal. I love you guys. We'll see you tomorrow. God bless you. Bye-bye.